Hello, race fans. Welcome to a new edition of our EKN Outlap. It is episode number 57, June the 6th, 2023. We say a shout out to everybody from EKN Nation. Uh, through the month of May, as David Cole talked about in his uh, in his podcast, kind of a downtime. It's time to refire up with a bunch of events on the national level through the mid part of the season. Again, as you all know, their Outlap, our preview podcast for an upcoming EKN Trackside event. And today's event will, of course, be talking about this coming weekend, Supercarts USA Pro Tour Spring Nationals. Back at it with the Scusa National Program, having run the Winter Nationals at Orlando back in uh, March. Back to get at it again here in Utah. This edition of the EKN Outlap, episode 57, presented by Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Kart Racing has everything you need to go racing, from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the track. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. Head to www.shopakr.com. Uh, David Cole on the show, as is Nate Dean as well. Lots going on. Uh, I'll be trackside throughout the weekend at the Supercarts USA uh, Spring Nationals at Utah Motorsports Campus in what is now Grantsville, Utah, on June the 9th through 11th. Nate's going to be back home quarterbacking things from the home office. Uh, David, let's start with you because I prefaced it. A lot of feedback on the article that you wrote about kind of the month of May. Maybe we should try to take that off. Maybe that could become the official offseason for, for national racing. Uh a lot of feedback on that, but again, that's kind of done. We're into June. Back at it. Yeah, time to turn the page, as uh, Bob Seeger would say. I listened to him during lunchtime. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, the live from Detroit. Somebody yeah. somebody mentioned that on social media, so I had to, I had to download it, listen to it. Uh, has some good classics in it, but uh, yeah, Pat, yeah, turn the page on the month of May because we're into June. It's time to get back to uh, a lot of racing ahead for us, especially coming up in. They keep changing the uh, the actual hometown, but it is Grantsville, Utah, for yeah. the Utah Motorsports Campus. To LA, Erda, outside to LA, outside Erda, outside Grantsville. It just depends <laughs> on which zip code you want to be in, I guess. That's true. Know? That's true. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, excited to uh, get going. And again, uh, uh, the what well, I think this is a third Scusa race I've missed in the uh, the last thirteen years. Wow, what's happening? <laughs> Uh, dance recital is actually dance. happening. <laughs> first, it was first it was spring break. Now it's dance recital. There you go. There you go. Again, the date June the 9th, tenth, and the eleventh. This coming uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday rounds three and four of a six round program. As we know, this championship uh, closing in its fifteenth season started back in two thousand ten. David Cole and I were trackside there at Sonoma Raceway uh, for the start of what was the first spring nationals. Back then, that there was no winter nationals when the Pro Tour started. But again, fourteenth season for this program. Um, Nate, weather's looking good. You'll be at home in Minnesota where it, at least it's not snowing anymore. Same thing in Canada. I finally was able to come back to an event and I'll have to put a jacket on when I got out of the airport. It's actually, I believe, spring, almost summer now, but the weather is going to be pretty solid. Maybe a bit of rain. We'll see. Yeah. Looking at the forecast somewhere in between the seventies and eighties, like you said, about a 33% of rain percent chance of rain on Sunday, which will always make things interesting if that does roll around, but some decent temperatures for the spring nets. Yeah, maybe shorts, maybe a t-shirt, but David, as we know, there's one that you can usually count on when it comes to, to uh, the event at Utah Motorsports Campus, and that's wind, <laughs> right? Yeah, wind, wind isn't typically a factor 
whether it be one day or all three days that you're there. So that's, you know, that's always going to be an issue uh, throughout the weekend, whether it's coming from which direction you don't know, because it changes, it certainly changes throughout the weekend. And, oh, they, they did up it up to 58% chance of rain on Sunday. So uh, make sure you pack uh, some rain gear in case uh, you're heading there. So uh, yeah, it, the weather is always strange. You know, we went, the first time we were there was like back in 2006 for stars of carding. Uh, yeah. program there and it was just the one thing you remember about about going to the miller motors or utah motorsports campus then miller motorsports park was it's going to be hot so to see the temperatures low i think that's good that's going to produce you know some horsepower we're going to see some quick times possibly um and you know again one thing that we you know we always hear about is tire degradation so maybe it's not going to be as bad this year uh, in terms of, you know, the tires falling off in pace because the cool, uh, when I say cooler, I'm saying less than 90 degree yeah. temperature yeah, that yeah. we're used to in Utah. Yeah, indeed. And that's something we'll talk about, of course, in the Paddock Insider. Make sure to tune in. Uh, and once I get trackside on Friday, I'll, make, I'll work my way through the Paddock. Lots of interesting news coming in. There's some new players from Europe that are here as well. So make sure you look on Friday for my Paddock Insider. I'll be uh, working on that throughout the weekend. Uh, the layout for this uh, particular event at uh, Utah Motorsports Campus, uh, David mentioned that we were there with the Stars of Karting, the Snap-on Sponsor Series back in 2006, very quickly after the track was built, actually in 2005, a full circuit, as we all know, with the entire uh, big track there as well. A nine-tenths of a mile lay- layout will run in the clockwise direction, David. It's the fifth time that the Scusa Pro Tour has been there. We had one Summer Nationals there, four of the Spring Nationals events. But I think the key to the fact that we are at Utah Motorsports Campus is it wasn't really on the original schedule. With the Initially, when Scusa rolled out the schedule for this year's Pro Tour, we were heading to Winchester, California, right near Temecula, at K1 circuit. Not surprisingly, we've seen this happen over the years. It doesn't – tracks will always say, hey, we're going to be able to run it this time. There are – oftentimes where it takes a bit longer for things to be done. So K1 wasn't able to get done where it needed to be. So we're heading to Utah instead of Southern California. Well, Rob, let's, let's preface it that with the track was in in conception back in what, 2018, 2019. Yeah. So it took that long for the track to get built. So, you know, they're making sure things are done correctly, making sure they got to build the, the amenities around it first before they can open, because that's a key factor and having a racetrack, you got to have bathrooms, you got to have garages, you got to have offices, you got to have all this because it's not just going to be a racing track. It's going to be a, you know, a version of their indoor yep. uh, facility outside. So that's, that's their focus. That's their main goal in this facility. It's not us. It's not the racers itself. It's, um, you know, getting people involved in the sport of karting, be it through, you know, the rental carts that they do, will be having there. So Yeah, unique for, for K1, right? A unique outdoor rental pl- program as well. And I think the outlier that we haven't mentioned yet about K1 and not, again, to kind of give them a little bit more uh, uh, reasoning for not being able to go there, the amount of rain that hits uh, in Southern California uh, through the, you know, the winter and spring really kind of h- hindered the, the schedule in terms of construction. Yeah, no different than here in the Midwest. You know, Indiana had a lot of rain. They they had a delay opening up of their season, you know, same with Ohio as well, too. So, you know, we have the new uh, Lorraine, Ohio cartplex that's supposed to be being built. You know, we're just now getting trees moved out of the way. So, yeah, weather has, weather's a big factor. You know, just like we talk about going to Utah, everywhere across the country, weather's kind of been a factor uh in terms of you know getting things going or or delaying things so that's just kind of the way the way it is and and always a factor that you have no control over 
Yeah, for sure. All right, let's uh, wrap up this first segment of our Outlap here, episode 57. Nate, give us a rundown of the event schedule for those who will be tuning in, whether they're trackside or uh, following on Cart Chaser or all the coverage that we'll have on eCardNews.com. So those of you that will be down there early, Thursday practice, the unofficial practice run by Scusa for that day. Then we have Friday practice, five rounds, seven minutes for the first four, and then 12 minutes for the final happy hour session. For Saturday, round three of warm-up, quali, pre-final, which will be 10 laps, and then finals will be 20, and then 18 for the cadet categories, and then same deal on Sunday. Warm-up, qualifying, 10-lap pre-final, 20-lap final for all the classes except for cadets, which again will have 18. Yeah, and 20 laps, uh, a barn burner around that track, almost uh, a mile length, as we said. There's your event schedule for the Spring Nationals coming up this weekend at Utah Motorsports Campus. Off to our first break here on this edition of the ECAN Outlap, all part of our ECAN trackside, uh, trackside coverage of the Scusa Pro Tour. We get back, we'll look at by the numbers. It's interesting because uh, surprisingly right now, uh, the numbers are significantly lower. We'll talk about that when we come back after this break. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. 
For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built edges for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scooza Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Supernats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. Welcome back to episode 57 of the EKN Outlap. Rob, David, and Nate on the show here for this one, talking about this coming weekend, Supercarts USA Pro Tour Spring Nationals. And David, uh, you know, before this, the show started, you and I kind of talked about it a bit. It really, we've been talking about it for a lot, a lot of years, and, and <laughs> to be real. Uh, so much racing going on, a, a t- really a ton of it. The most of it happening a lot, really, on the on the East Coast now with uh, the two different Florida Winter Series, the USPKS, the Star Championship right now, which has gained so much traction and, and just coming off a big event. Uh, when you're talking about the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, it's really the only coast-to-coast, essentially East and West Coast National Series. But man, when you're when you're overloaded, a lot of stuff on the East Coast, there's lots of options over there. Um, we're definitely seeing a drop, a significant drop almost 20% in terms of pre-entries for the spring Nats from the winter Nats, which was 226, 187 pre-entries coming in and only, uh, only three of the categories actually increasing the others decreasing and a couple of them significantly. Yeah. The significant ones are X 30 senior and mini swift. You know, that's something we've talked about is how big the numbers have been in mini swift. Well, let's, let's look at it in terms of a dad as such as myself you know, many Swift kids are in school all the time um, and you, you're taking them out of the school for four months out of the year. Um, they got to catch up. You know, it's a lot of catching up. So maybe, you know, a lot of or maybe a lot of the kids aren't in the championship. You know, that's that's another rea- factor reality thing. But like you said, it's a true national. You know, when you look at the big picture, this is the only true national championship we do have that goes from coast to coast and encompasses racetracks across the country, not just in the Eastern half or in the Western half. So it takes, it takes a big commitment in order to do that. And as you said, the scheduling is just super heavy through January and April, as I mentioned in my, my column last week. So um, that, you know, there's a lot of different factors into it. And the other is being it's Utah again for a third straight time, the spring nationals are in Utah with the same track layout. Nothing's changed. It's the same thing as 2019. So People, people like, like to mix it up myself. I love the same thing over and over again. I don't mind that, you know, that's typically how I run my day, but, uh, (laughs) people, people like to mix things up. You know, I think obviously if the K one circuit was open, we'd have probably 300 entries, if not more. Agreed. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, 
but again, you know, a lot of other factors in terms of life, you know, life just kind of gets in the way of your passion and your sport. So that could be another reason as well, too. There's just, but it is good to see, you know, a bump in three categories, but the big ones, X30 senior and mini Swift, you know, again, a Florida bump as well, too. That's the other, you yeah. know, that's another reason for probably those two categories is they had a lot of Florida drivers in those divisions. And that's where kind of, I look to that as well. East coast, West coast, you know, there have been times over the 30 years we've been doing this, David, where the East coast has been super strong. Then the West coast has massive numbers. Now we're kind of back to where the East coast with the number of series they have, the Florida races and the West coast is struggling. Obviously the pro car challenge doesn't have a huge entry like it had, you know, it's been up to 170, 180 in the past. It's nowhere near there right now. Same thing goes, with uh, Northern California, it is gaining more momentum, but it doesn't have the numbers. And of course, you don't have the 120, 150 regular drivers racing at the Utah club event as well as you would have in Florida. You, you, we, we get the Cal Speed bump when you're out of California. We got the Florida bump, as you said, all the Florida drivers coming out to the Winter Nationals just didn't have that kind of thing in terms of Utah. So Micro and Mini Swift, as David had mentioned, Mini Swift down 14 in total. 42 drivers in Mini Swift in Florida, only 28 down here. Still 28, 30 carts we consider almost a full field to a certain extent. 19 in the Micro category. The X30 Junior and X30 Senior, I'm not really surprised to see those drop at all, David, because the 125cc liquid-cooled categories on the West Coast are virtually non-existent. There's just not a lot of drivers running X30 junior or senior same goes with the rock categories as well we see that as well obviously the challenge of america is dropping their 125 uh liquid cooled category single speed liquid cat uh, liquid cooled so uh, 11 only 11 drivers next 30 junior which is a shock it's got to be the lowest we've had in x30 junior in the history of this program uh x30 senior at 29 so still right almost at that 30 mark they'll probably get a walk up um matt david let's let's go to masters now you and nate can talk about this because Scuzo is always always the supporter of Masters Racing. Has been since the very beginning of the program. Back go back all the way to the Scuzo Promoto Tour in 99-2000-2001. Masters drivers had nowhere to race nationally. Scuzo had the Masters class, right? They had the G1 category. Um only two drivers in KA100 Masters. So once again for another year it looks like the Masters class on the West Coast not getting really anybody. And shifters down from nine to five. At least there's still five master shifters, but there was nine in Florida. Yeah, I mean, again, the masters, you know, seven total drivers in two categories. So that that's a hinder. Um, that's really all. What you can all you can do is say there's just too much racing going on for maybe them. Um, you know, when it's, it was only Supercars USA, that's where everybody went. Now you have as we. I, I hate to de- beat a dead horse, but there's four months of full of racing, both West Coast, East Coast. Um, and, you know, there's just an event last weekend, the Stars Championship Series, where they had almost 20 drivers in KA Master. Well, yeah. a lot of them are regional drivers. I mean, that's what it boils down to. I, you know, you know, we had that big boom after COVID, you know, where boom, people are going out racing, racing. Well, now, you know, it, it's added up. You know, you, <laughs> we always joke about the the average car span average span for a carter is two to three years and so now we're in that third year and so you know maybe maybe people spend a little too much money between 2020 and 2022 a little overzealous maybe maybe you know you never know so or maybe people just want to stay closer to home because again the biggest expense in motorsports is travel that's the biggest expense, you know, whether it be airfare, whether it be just gas, whether it be hotels, whether Rally it be cars. food. I mean, yep. eating out like 
my my wife and two kids went out to eat yesterday it was ninety dollars for three people i mean yeah. it's just you know it's unreal the amount of money that it, you know the inflation on all of that stuff that let alone you know carting prices has pretty much stayed the same you know yeah. carts are staying the same and price wise you know uh tires and entry fees haven't bumped up that much so i i just think it i think masters guys are just kind of staying toward, closer to home and and again, they have the opportunity to pick and choose where they want to go because they have a nine to five and or they have, you know, children to, to, to you know, events that they got to go to, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's tough because it's nice to see their, them, them welcoming the K100 master class, which we thought we were going to see, you know, grow. Uh, you know, we've seen numbers on the West Coast do well. Unfortunately, yeah. it's just it's not mixing it's there's something missing that uh needs to needs to get them back to super carts racing uh, uh nate mentioned the fact that we that the x30 juniors and x30 seniors uh dropping down but one of the you know we've seen this before especially on the west coast the the ka 100 category is massive and that's you know it's surprised so we, we see a drop in x30 junior and senior but a significant increase in both uh in both the junior and senior ka 100s uh, almost, you know, 20% uh, in both categories. So good numbers in both those classes. Yeah, obviously K is the engine to go to at the moment with seven more than we had last year in junior, five more than we had in senior. Not huge additions, but like you said, percentage-wise, it's a good jump. So I like going on to what you guys said just about entries and whatnot, you start to wonder if it's more of a thing with, like stars and uspks are changing things up with one one day one final weekends and all these different things same with some regional series with the ohio sprint series and route 66 trying new things with qualifying start to wonder if scusa has been doing the same thing for too long maybe if they need to refreshen it up try something different than the two final weekend and the same thing we've been seeing a lot from but overall like you said i do believe that what david is saying there's just a ton of racing to start off this yeah. season and that's the big deal yeah i think so hey, too i think that's real it. quick yeah. i got out of the box thinking right now Uh-oh, i'll just hit it. i'll just hit it real quick and then we can move on Buzz it. okay so we got probably what maybe 40 probably 40 drivers in junior racing because a lot of the x30 junior guys are double duty mm-hmm. what if we split it up we forced 20 dry drivers into the X30 junior category and you're only running X30 junior. That's the pro category for you guys. Everybody else who's, who's kind of on that fringe, you're in KA. Like I, I, you know, again, th- this is a pro tour. Let's, let's start acting like a pro tour. And I I've, I've said this over and over again, we don't need people doing double duty. We need to have that separation of, okay, you're amateur, you're semi pro. Like we used to do S1, S2. Exactly. Yep. Why can't we do that with the kids? You know, let the let some of these kids in K100 Junior kind of race for some wins and and start forcing some of these drivers over into the X30 Junior category and be like, hey, you 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 know, there's no reason for you to be in K Junior. Let let's move you over <laughs> to the to the pro category. We're gonna we're gonna pay you out like we've always done, et cetera, et cetera, and make you the stars of junior racing in the United States. Because interesting, that's again we're not profiling these drivers because it's the same. They're racing two categories. Well, we can't. I mean, it's it, it just makes it frustrating when you do that. So my out of the box soapbox thinking is let's let's do pro junior and, and K junior. I'm gonna throw to a commercial, David. You grab your pen and write that down. That feels like a column coming up, buddy. Start, start writing, buddy. I and mean, we've said it so many times before. I, know. I like, I like. Listen, I don't dislike the idea at all. 
It's it's very interesting. Let's get these. Let's get. And again, it's it gives the kids that come out of mini a chance to learn to win races because they're not racing against the guys that have been in, in the category for three years, right? Yeah, that I mean, or well, again, if you're if you're fast enough to be an X thirty junior, then you, then you you've got the license. You've you've give, been given the golden ticket to move up right away. All right. If if not, you know, again, because that's you know the licensing program that was what it was. You know, it was it was about saying yes, you need a, you need a few more, you need a year, at least a year with with us under the pro tour in this category before we're going to allow you to move up. All right. You know, they, I mean, they, look at Race Liberante. He's a perfect example. Race Liberante was in Pro Two. He should. He could have easily been in Pro One, but he ran Pro Two because they wouldn't allow him to move up yet because he didn't have the experience in shifter kart racing, even though right. he ran S five. But yeah, it's the way it goes. Now right. it's just kind of a free for all. So we will cut to a break. David will start writing a column. <laughs> Folks, don't go anywhere. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Junior, Senior, and Masters classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, 
new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Well, during that break, hopefully David's been doing his homework already and getting started on a column that you'll see on the website next, <laughs> next week. Well, uh, you need a full national licensing system, blah, 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 blah. No, no, let's not go that deep. All right, okay. folks, again, episode 57 Part of, of, it, our, Rob. of our EK and Outlap, <laughs> our preview of the Scusa Spring Nationals. Time to go class by class. In this particular segment, we'll go X30 Senior, KA100 Senior, and Pro Shifter. Some decent numbers in all of these. Uh, even though we got a drop, still 29 drivers in X30 Senior. Uh, winners at, in Florida at the Winter Nationals, Joe Turney and Mateus Morgado. Morgado leads the points by 55 over Turney. Diego Ramos right there as well, 69 back. Aiden Ingrata and British driver Brandon Carr. Uh, David in the top five. We've got some more drivers coming in, though. We've got Oliver Hodgson on the comp cart, Hannah Greenmeyer, Stephen Eisert coming in. Santa Van Walston, though, for Sodicart, had a chance to talk with uh, Terry Germanovich from Sodi Racing USA. And uh, this is interesting that, that they're bringing one of the big KZ drivers over to do, do, do double duty on the weekend. Yeah, that's the interesting part is doing double duty. So he's racing X30 and, and Pro Shifter, which typically we, we see him in the shifter cart ranks in Europe. So um, that's going to be interesting. Again, just adds another bullet to the Sodi Racing USA roster with yeah. Harley Keeble. Uh, who else is going to be there? Uh, looks like Jorge Ortiz is going to be on a Sodi cart with Slaw Kart Racing. Uh, but also, um, where, where, did he, where did he go? I, I lost him. I thought there was one other. I think he's running K. Uh, so we got Keeble. Gino, uh, Sand Gino Sandoval's on a Sodi cart as well, running with the. Uh, Salaveria. That's yeah. who I was thinking. Oh, Dustin Salaveria. Salaveria. Yeah. So, you know, again, um, I mean, I mean, Sodi car, Sodi racing USA is just, is, they're going all in for 2023. There's no doubt about that. You know, yeah, might as well, yeah. because again, they have such a connection with the factory. Why not bring over drivers who are interested in getting more seat time or, or helping build the brand and, and, and kind of educate the, you know, the racers here about the chassis itself. Why not bring these drivers over and compete at the big events? That's what pro tour is supposed to be about. I mean, we should, you know, we we already have that with Mateus Morgado, you know, the world champion racing was racing with PSL karting. So he's representing that. You know, we have Joe Turney coming over with Kart Republic. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, next, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if next year we start seeing more CRG drivers maybe coming over. Yeah. That's what we need. I love it. That's that shows, hey, the factories are paying attention to what we're doing over here and making sure their brand is winning here in the United States. Yeah, speaking of CRG, Frankie Mossman, who's been doing some F4 racing, he's back with Tesoro Raceworks. Uh, John Burke will be with, with, will be with Tesoro, Tesoro Raceworks as well. So you're going to see a, a couple of CRGs in the middle of the scrap, David, as well. Yeah, it, it's a good mix, you know, and we, we haven't even said one one other name as well, too, because we're, we're so used to saying his name, but I'll, <laughs> I'll start it off as Ryan Norberg. You yep. know, again, he's he's a two-time winner at I think four in a row actually to be to to uh let, let me check my facts on that but he's won at Utah I think the last four times uh, last four main events that have been there in Utah so he's he's obviously set the bar previously 
now who's going to be the driver that's setting the bar this weekend? That's kind of going to be it. You know, we saw a lot of different drivers uh, in the mix in speed sports, the United States Pro Car Series. I wasn't at Orlando, but it was kind of chaotic, hectic, I would say. I think that's a good under, understatement yeah. of the weekend. I'll say I'll, I'll say this. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I thought I just think that that they've been there for three. They've, they've been there for three weeks in Orlando. It was the start of the Scoots approach, where everybody was fired up and ready to go, and so the racing was aggressive. Um, I don't think it was really overly aggressive. I thought it was. I thought the racing was great. I really enjoyed it. And I'll say this: um, we may only have twenty nine drivers currently pre entered into this race, but it's it's a stacked field. But like, let's be real. We, you know, we mentioned we mentioned Stephen Isert. We have not yet mentioned Caleb Gaffera for Trinity Karting Group. Last year's kind of junior superstar coming up and is already, you know, really battling it out front. So had some good runs at Trackhouse. Uh, Alessandro Tulio coming with Prime Power Team. Uh, you mentioned Norberg already. Blake Nash with Nash Motorsports. You know, Morgado, Massimino, Aiden Ingrata. Like, this is literally, somebody's going to have to be outside the top 10. Somebody's going to be outside the top 15. Who could win a race? That's how that's how uh how competitive this field's gonna be. Yeah, you mentioned rookies. I mean, Aiden Ingrata and Brandon Carr are the two leading rookies so far in 2023. Yep. You know, Ingrata's coming back from an illness that kept him out of the speed sports event for USBKS. Uh, but Brandon Carr has been kind of the kind of the spotlight over the last couple of months with uh, you know. He's the leader in the championship leader in USPKS competition, uh, sitting here fifth, you know, after Orlando. So, you know, what what's he going to be able to produce this weekend? How is Ingrata going to be able to come back? Is Gaffera going to be able to come up and challenge these guys to be a top rookie on yeah. the season as well? You know, and you already said Greenemeyer's name. I'm just going to add her name one more time because mm-hmm. it's her home racetrack. She's the only driver that has beaten Norberg in Utah in the last three three events there. So there Norberg's won five of the last six main events in Utah Motorsports Campus. So Greenmeyer, the only driver to beat him in 2021. That was because I think he wrecked uh, at the end of turn one. Yeah, I forgot who it was with, but wrecked. And uh, Greenmeyer won that race. Yeah, lots of, lots, lots of people to watch for. Noah Baker, Wes Duchak, who won the uh, 100cc category at the Florida Winter Tour. Cooper O'Claire, Caleb Schrader with Rawlson Performance Group. Jesus Vasquez Jr., haven't even haven't mentioned him yet. So, uh, again, an absolutely stacked field, David. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch. But we got there, there are a bunch of big guns coming in as well. So, like I said, there's going to be some really talented guys who are going to be getting frustrated probably because they're going to be outside the top 10, outside the top 15. Yeah. I mean, that happens, you know, that's app, you know, we've seen that throughout the year. I mean, that's, that's the one thing about X 30 category this year is we've seen a lot of drivers in contention at different racetracks and different programs. And it's going to continue that way. I think throughout the the season. Yeah, indeed. All right, Nate, give us uh, give us a rundown of the KA 100 senior category. So 33 entries for K 100 senior with Aiden Levy. Entered for that one. He's hot off of a win at the night fight for stars and winning the first two rounds of the winter nationals in Orlando. Levy then will lead points going into this weekend with Josh Campbell, Noah Rosser, Henry Wheeler, and Colin Lloyd behind those five. Really, we're all duking it out in the winter series in Homestead, and they were all very, very quick in Orlando, too. Keeble doing double duty is the big one that it's on the notes here that I saw in the entry list. That could be interesting for Keeble and Sodi on that side of things. So we've seen him be incredibly quick in X30 competition. I'll be interested to see how he fares in K100 Senior. Yeah, does he fall out of the seat, David? What do you think? 
What do you think? That's a, that's a, it's a tough track. It's a physical track, I think. Uh, but it's it's long. It's a long circuit. I mean, really, it. I, I don't. When you say tough, I think you know Phoenix is tough. I hear I you think, yeah. And Sonoma's tough. You know, he raced Sonoma in in at the Challenge in the Americas and won the Saturday event there in 100 cc. So that was that was his. He had to get used to driving 100 cc. It's not something he'd done in in senior level competition. So he, he's you know done obviously smaller engines at at different levels, but. Um, so that was a thing. So double duty, I don't think it's a problem. Again, the heat's not going to be an issue. I think it was 90 degrees, hundred degrees. Yes. That's not the time to be doing double duty. So, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Steven Isert, another senior rookie doing double duty. Uh, I just saw his name on the list, but, um, uh, yeah, I think, you know, Campbell coming off stars victory this past weekend. So he's, he's carrying a lot of momentum, did very yeah. well at challenge has shown well in the Florida races, you know, they're, you know, sitting there second in the championship for, for Supercarts USA, you know, th- this kid's got some momentum, you know, just, you know, I think he's just graduated high school. He was a state champion in basketball, you know, when we were at the challenge weekend in Phoenix. So uh, I think 2023 is the year of Josh Campbell. All right. Well, I was, cause I was going to throw, start with the fact that you think Aiden Levy's the, 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 the top gun coming in here right now, but you're putting, well, you're, yes. You're, yeah. You're I, I agree with you on that. I'm just saying this is like a breakout season for Josh Campbell. I like that. I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's kind of, you know, we, we've seen him in the entry list. He's done a lot of races. I think, I think it's just a, a bit of momentum's on his side, but yes, Levy, I think certainly coming in with two victories, you know, a driver of the month for April on his performance in Orlando, uh, certainly helps him. He, you know, he, I, I didn't see where he ended up at the stars race. I don't even know if he was there or not. Um, but yeah, you know, the cart, you know, I, he, he, he yes, he's a driver to beat going in because he's got those two victories. Yeah. Two other drivers. I think we need to watch for it. I would not be surprised to see them in the top five, top 10 for sure. would be Frankie Mossman mentioned him already with us uh, to sorrow grace works and then Peyton Phillips as well, obviously coming off a great, uh, you know, early season in Florida. I think he'll be good. And then David, you mentioned, you got in the notes driver with some local experience. Good old Austin Versteeg. Was he racing the stars of karting race back in 2006 when we were there? I don't know if it was, no, I no. he is doing a lot of road tax racing back in the That's day. That's right. So, he was a road tax guy back in the day. That's uh, right. He's got a challenge of the America's championship under his belt. So uh, in road tax competition, he, I want to say was among a podium finishers when, when the, when the grand nationals were there at what was Miller motorsports park back yep. then in 2011, I want to say. So uh, yeah, he, he certainly has the home track knowledge. It's been a while. I know he's done some club races, um, but you know, to see him on a GFC, that's going to be an interesting concept because again, Versteeg comes in with a lot of car experience as well, too. So this, this is, this is not a, you know, a kid coming back to karting from just, you know, leaving the sport. Like he did a lot of car racing. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to hear kind of the feedback that he has with Gary Carlton, because again, you know, uh, you know, Gary loves that, you know, that's what he relishes in. And I think, I think Versteeg's going to be really good at that. So I you know, we saw how well Jake Drew did in the 100cc GFC uh, machine. Uh, don't be surprised to see Versteeg up there in the top 10. If he's got the physical stamina, again, you know, when, you, when you're not in the in the cart that often, uh, <laughs> it does kind of catch up to you a little bit. But it is home track, so he does have the home track knowledge. But that's going to be – I think that will be a cool dynamic. So you'll have to get with Gary on that and see kind of oh, how well. – how that uh, that the, the feedback is from Versteeg, if it's if it's like he used to be or not. Well, listen again. 
uh, nine years ago, that Rotax Junior Championship at the at the uh, Challenger of the Americas for Austin Versteeg. So back in 2014. So um, indeed, we'll see what happens with him. Good to have him in there. As we said, a former Coda champion. Look at champion. you pulling out the info. Wow. Yeah, yeah dropped it in. <laughs> a little, couple of quick little searches. We're good to go. <laughs> you, were, you were jabbering on, so I figured I'd go and figure out something else. Out. There you go. Let's, uh, let's wrap this edition, uh, this segment up rather, with uh, Pro Shifter, which has sees an increase. Uh, with 19 entries in total, Danny Formal and of course Billy Musgrave um, scoring the wins at the Winter Nationals. We'll talk, of course, about the uh, the kind of change with which how things are shaken down. Um, Musgrave comes in with the point lead over AJ Myers by 45. Marion Kremers, Kyle Wick, and Jacob Gulick all within 133 points. But we will number one, we will not see AJ Myers. That team, the Magic Cart team, not making the trek out to Utah. I've confirmed that with AJ. Uh, just uh, electing not to come out too far of a distance, not enough uh, interest with the team. But David, I think the first thing we need to discuss is the fact that we're going KZ only. We will not see the 175 on the factory car for Billy Musgrave. Yeah, he was pretty much the only one that had the 175. There might have been one other maybe in Orlando. I wasn't there, so I didn't have the full figures on that. But there's one thing you're going to see in Utah is all KZs on the grid for Pro Shifter. Uh, after Supercarts USA made that announcement a couple weeks ago. Um, it's interesting. I, I actually talked to Musgrave, who was there in Utah this past weekend testing. I asked Factory Carts, I said, what engine was he on? He was actually on the 175. So he's getting practice in on the 175, but he'll be moving over to the KZ power plant. I think he'll be running a TM this weekend. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. He ran actually time, lap times very similar to what uh, Marnie and Kremers did in uh qualifying last year so uh and again weather's going to be pretty good for for speed i would expect to see some very fast times yeah. uh this year in qualifying for this category so we mentioned danny formal in the fight um obviously c- coming in p6 in points was a winner for Rawls performance group he'll be in the middle of the scrap you got billy musgrave point leader right now martin kremers as we know always a perennial favorite since he's moved here to, to work with uh, with PSL Karting. Uh, Senna Van Walston, David, you think that's going to be uh, kind of the, the outlier there? How good is he going to be coming over here? I don't think it's an outlier. I think it's a focal point. I think that's going <laughs> right. to be a focus. I think everybody's going to be watching what he's going to do. You know, always you typically see some drivers get behind one another to see how they, they fare. I, I think he's going to have a lot of eyes on him throughout the weekend. Uh, especially on Friday to kind of see where his pace is. Remind everybody why Formal is back in six, though, however. What happened to him? Because he won round one uh, in Orlando. Was uh, I think it was supposed to start second in the, in the main event. What happened to him there in, the, in, uh, in, the, in round two? I can't remember. Yeah, Nate, do you want to do that or do you want me to do that? Uh, engine blew on the stand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, getting ready for the session, engine blew on the stand, not able to make a swap for the engine, which was okay. very controversial. A lot of chatter on that. So it didn't even start race number two, which was tough for Danny Formal for sure. Now, Nate, we, you know, we've been there. We've kind of watched over the winter series. A driver has really impressed me uh, for the start of the season with International Motorsports is Giorgio Carrera on the Lenzo cart. He's really kind of dialed things up. And David, I think we'll let Nate come in first, but I think he was pretty good at the USPKS race as well. Am, if I'm, am I correct? Yeah, finished third there that weekend yeah, was actually, not. you know, that's something we saw. You guys saw it, I think, at the winter series where he was kind of that second group wasn't able to kind of close in. Yeah. But uh, USPKS, he was right there fighting Kremers all weekend. Didn't quite have the pace that that Formal and Myers had on the weekend, but uh, was kind of right there. So maybe this will be uh, another step 
forward for him in the weekend. But uh, yeah, it's, I wouldn't be surprised to see him battling for podiums on the weekend. Yeah. And he's been one of those drivers. That's really not just the driver, but just the whole team and the cart and developing that and just finding speeds throughout 2023. Whereas at the start, they really weren't anywhere close to those front runners and throughout the season so far, and we're only in June, they've really <laughs> closed that gap to the front of the field. And he was one of those that I have highlighted on the list of entries, which again, a pretty good field for pro shifter here. But I think as we get towards the midpoint and the end of the season, we could see international motorsports on top. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think they've been chipping away. I think the Nate's pretty straight up that they've kind of just been making gains like crazy. Uh, you throw in perennial front runners like Hunter Pickett and Rainbow Rusiti, uh, Kyle Wick uh, will he and and Gulick will lead the GFC karting charge with Connor Wick as well. Masters driver Jonathan Fatolo lined up to run the pro category, so those drivers all look good. Um, David, there's a couple other drivers coming in that I think will be interesting. Number one being Nick Leduc uh, with Karting Collective. Good to see him back in here as well. Philip Nimkovich is going to be with the PSL Karting guys, but let's talk about one to watch. I didn't bring him up when we talked about KFC, GFC because I know that you did the article on Ethan Boer. I, I'm really looking forward to see what he does here this weekend. Yeah, this will be his first pro tour start. So kind of moving up from the rock program that he's been doing over the last year with GFC Karting. Uh, finished third and challenging the America's championship. And really, you know, what stood out was keeping pace with Kyle Wick and uh, Keon Tandon at Phoenix. Again, Phoenix, one of the more challenging racetracks, and he was able to keep pace with them all weekend long. Yeah. So, um, you know, Utah, again, it's it's a bigger, wider circuit. So more of a momentum and, and rhythm racetrack. So we'll see how he does with that. But also in the KZ package, that's, that's going to be uh, a, a different for him difference for him in terms of what he's been running over the last uh, year but looking back again you said AJ Meyer's not going to be there he won three of the last four races there in Utah who was the uh, the driver that uh, also won uh, Kyle Kyle Wick Kyle Wick so he's the only driver in the field that has won in Utah in the pro shifter category well there you go David giving some knowledge for you all right folks another break we get back X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, KA100 Master, and Master Shifter. We're rolling our way through this edition of the ECAN Outlap, previewing this coming weekend Supercarts USA Spring Nationals. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line, or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA Network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. 
Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin's surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network and episode 57 of The Outlap as we uh, preview this weekend's Scusa Spring Nats at Utah Motorsports Campus. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole and Nate Dean as we dive into this. Uh, let's Guys, let's go into X30 Junior right now, and this it's just it's tough to see. Uh, again, we've mentioned it already at the start of the broadcast, East Coast, West Coast, just uh, 11 drivers lined up here to run in the X30 Junior category. Those are on the pre-entries. Ernesto Rivera and Max Taylor um, splitting the wins at the Winter Nationals. Rivera leading the points by 35 markers over Taylor, Teddy Musella, Diego Ardiles, and Jackson Wolney. Uh, but, uh, David, let's start with you because I know you produced this uh, the preview uh, script for us. But uh, uh, no Musella. And no RD lays on the pre-entry. That those drivers were our, our third and fourth coming in in points. Yeah, not sure on the Teddy situation. You know, he's been with RPG for the last at least over a year. Um, so not sure if there's a scheduling conflict with him in terms of that. Wasn't able to get a hold of him. Uh, Ardila's uh, Florida driver, so probably the reasoning for not going to Utah uh, in terms of that. So. Uh, it puts what RPG one, two, three now in the championship with moving Woolney up to the third spot with the absence of Museli and Ardiles. But, you know, even though we only have 11 drivers, I think this is a field that's going to be 11 drivers strong because right? they're, they're very <laughs> close together in terms of pace. If they can keep Rivera in, in, in grass, because again, he's been the driver to beat in junior competition. 
you know, Max Taylor being one of the only few to beat him uh, on the season. So uh, that that's going to be kind of the storyline is uh, keeping Rivera within grasp and especially in the X30 category. Well, I'm sure Nate can add to this because, you know, he and I were trackside for the Scusa Winter Series. Let, let's be real. We, we haven't mentioned him yet. Steven Miller's been one of the, the, the front running drivers uh, all year long in this junior category. So you, th- you throw Steven Miller in there, Nate, and then you look at John Antonino, Anthony Martello, Alex Mercado, Charlie Smith. That This literally could be a six, seven, eight, nine, ten cart train up front. Uh, yeah, they don't want to let Rivera pull away, but the bottom line is, Nate, I think we could see a really tight pack. Although it's not a big field, I think it's going to be super competitive. Yeah, and I think Miller is the biggest competition Rivera has for those who aren't on purple and pink go-karts. But <laughs> I yeah, I mean, yeah, it's only 11 carts, but at the same time, if you put Miller, Rivera, Taylor, and Walney out there, I'd still go and watch it because those four <laughs> alone are still some of the best in junior category racing in North America. So I mean, it's like we said with senior, there's not a ton, but the drivers we do have are pretty darn good. And it's still going to put on a good show. I think that's a really, really good point. I would literally come to the fence if those four drivers were, were, were battling it out. I'm sure they're going to be uh, front and center on the uh, the car chaser broadcast this coming weekend. So good point there. Uh, again, Rivera and Taylor in that championship fight. Wolny gets moved up into third with no Musella and Ardiles, at least on the pre-entry. Taylor coming off a podium finish this past weekend in USF Juniors at VIR as well. So he's kind of going back and forth with carts to cars. We'll see if that plays uh, any role with Taylor getting back at where he needs to be. We get to Utah. Only uh, 11 drivers in the, the X30 Junior, but David, 41 in KA100 Junior, an in- increase from the Winter Nat. Steven Miller, we mentioned him already being so impressive. Uh, he won both races at the Winter Nationals. He leads the points over Oliver Weldon with 118. Nice little gap for Miller. He needs to kind of come in here and, and could, to be honest, another sweep, David, would almost you know put him in a position to, to, to lock the championship down. Alex Mercado, Victor de Alencar, and Shea Aldrich also in the top five. No Weldon, no de Alencar, at least on the pre-entry. So those both those drivers who sit second and fourth in the points will not be there. Yeah, I assume Weldon's kind of running a limited schedule. You know, a lot of focus on Sebastian right now. So Oliver uh, probably focused on racing uh, in the state of Florida right now. But I And I don't know Victor, so I'm not sure if he's a Florida-based driver as well. So another reasoning. But that basically opens up the gap 140 points for Miller. So as you said, you know, this could be a championship deciding weekend for Steven Miller and K 100 junior. So he's got to keep his nose clean. Uh, even though it's a big field, there's going to be a lot of drivers that are going to be able to contend for this victory. Cause it's kind of a, you know, if you look at it, it's almost the East coast versus West coast, Yep. <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of these drivers that we saw at challenge of the Americas that are going to be able to challenge uh, for the first time in the pro tour, uh, program. And, and I think, so that that's kind of going to be, it's, it's not going to be an easy weekend, I think for Miller, because he didn't even do well last year, uh, in Utah. I know he looked good early, but kind of struggled when it terms of, when it came in terms of the, uh, main event action. So, I think we're going to have a good East Coast, West Coast battle all weekend long in this category. Yeah, well, look at the guys that we already talked about, right? Ernesto Rivera is going to be in the fight. Max Taylor is going to be there. Jackson Woolney for sure will be in the scrap. Anthony Martella. Uh, but yeah, you go you go West Coast, you bring in a Turner Brown, right? Um, and there's you know another driver who's really dialed things in over the last you know four or five months who 
I think looking forward to that first podium, potential first national race win would be Peyton Westcott as well. She's been working, uh, as we know, with Nash Motorsports um, and with Matt Johnson. So Westcott qualified on the pole, one of the races we were at. She's been qualifying up front. Uh, you know, Nate, what else do you see there? I, I, could, I could literally highlight another handful of guys uh, and other drivers who do you think we need to add into the, the discussion. Yeah, I mean, obviously, all the RPG guys with Montien, uh, Miller, Mercado, Martella. And then, I mean, you guys have been to a challenge this season. I haven't been to the West Coast to see that racing. So, obviously, there's a ton of drivers that are going to be quick that I have know nothing about that I don't have highlighted. But it, it's just so hard to predict. Yeah. from like fifth down pretty much but you could you always know that about the top there was about seven or so drivers that will be competing for the win in k jr but like the same way we talk about rivera in x30 we talk about miller in k jr where they're both very quick in those respective categories and overall but they both have their preferences and does seem like miller is just a little bit quicker in that ka competition and he said he was struggling a bit last season but looking at the layout it does you know flat fast you know kind of 90 degree corners in there every once in a while just really fast flowing corners kind of reminds me of amr where Miller did very, very well this season and yeah, pretty much all the time he's been running there. So we could see him do a bit better than last year, hopefully for his championship hopes. But still, with a field this big, absolutely no idea what the top five, top tens even going to look like. All right, David, who else you got to add? I, I got a couple extras. I'll, I'll let you bang some out because I'm sure you've got a couple other guys to put in the spotlight. Yeah, I, for, I forgot to check them off as you went through it. <laughs> um, did, did we talk about Burnett? We did not. No, so Jensen you. Burnett, yeah. the Canadian, actually won here last year in X30 competition. So he's coming back to Utah to race in K100 Junior. This time with Chad Dawkins racing on a Cart Republic, he was with, I want to believe it, I believe it was Ryan Perry Motorsport last year on OTK. So he, he's been racing a lot of different chassis, a lot of different teams, raced in Europe. Uh, so he's kind of all over the place. So, but you can't count him out because he know he knows how to win here. So, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, put him in in the in the list as potential uh, victory uh, contenders on and, the weekend. And Stephen Miller's teammate as well. So the data is going to be there. Yeah, that should be it yeah. exactly. Right. So that might help, or you know, that might help uh, Miller perform even better. Podium finisher from the Winter Nationals, Chase Basalia. Let's drop his name in here as well as I scroll down. Think about Keegan Kaminsky. Um, Alex Rontala, N- uh, Nico Sarfati, a couple of the GFC drivers. Of course, GFC has one of their uh, 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 dealers at the track as well with uh, Scuderia Lytle. So, you know, they've got some track time there through that team. So, again, as Nate said, uh, a lot of drivers could be top 10. And like the other categories, there's going to be some super, super fast drivers uh, down there in 15th and 16th, which just means we're going to have great racing all weekend long in this class. Uh, all right, so uh, as I wrap that up, let's go to the uh, KA100 Master and Master Shifter categories. Uh, kind of gutting to see this as a Masters driver myself. It's super tough. Uh, not quite sure how things are going to shake down. Pat Beckley and Sam Beswick, the only drivers in the KA, uh, KA Masters category. Robert Fiege, uh, Luis Gauthier, Michael Guash, Luis Quiones, and Ken Schilling, David, the only drivers in Master Shifter. Uh, what do we got, you know, Daniel Debos, Andre Martins, of course, local drivers to uh, Orlando were the top guys in the Winter Nats. They're not here, as, as is Luis uh, Mendez. So missing a lot of guys from Master Shifter. And, and again, 
everybody that we had in K100 Master not there as well. No, nobody in the top five coming out. So, you know, what do they do? Do they do they run it? Do they run it at the tail of one K? Uh, you know, the KA100 class? Do they run it with juniors? What do you do with two drivers? Yeah, that's the story of this class. Is where are they going to put them? Uh, you know, I would either, you know, K KA100 Junior. I think is going to be a little too chaotic. So I think they're going to have to put if if they do move them. I hope they move them. I hope they you know kind of change up the schedule. Uh, come Friday or Thursday before you guys get there or before you get there um, with K 100 senior. I think that's the best option. Let them kind of trail at the, at the back of the field so oh. they can get be out on the racetrack. But uh, at least in the, in the master shifter category four of the five drivers were in Orlando. So at least we're going to have a championship battle, you know, we got Fiege, Schilling, Quinos and uh, Gouache who were all in Orlando. So they're kind of similar in terms of points. Uh, so at least we'll have, you know, last year it was only two drivers battling it out for a championship. I think this year we'll have four. So that's Agreed. good. Yeah. And, and I think this category will be, should see an increase when we get to Newcastle. Again, people uh, on the East Coast are staying closer to home. It's in the schedule. It's at the end of July uh, to where people can be part of this event. You're going to see the Crow Show probably. You'll probably see the Kelly family there as well too so yeah um, expect to expect to see this category get the newcastle bump at least for this but again we'll have four drivers battling for the championship so that's a good thing all right folks one more break when we get back we'll wrap up this edition of the ecan outlap we'll preview mini swift and micro swift for this weekend spring nationals you want the best you just gotta roll with the best streeter superstands this is jeff wessel from streetersuperstands.com you wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Rick Hart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com. Established in 1999, PSL Karting has become a powerhouse within the karting industry for North America and around the world. PSL Karting is your complete source for all Burrell Art products as the North American importer, providing this top quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the pslkarting.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24-7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full karting packages. All three brands, Morel Art, Ricardo Kart, and Charles Leclerc Karts are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslkarting.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. When you're ready to win, go with PSL Karting. Hey 
Hey there, my name is Dion Vomoltka, and I grew up karting and was fortunate enough to one day achieve my dream of becoming a professional race car driver. Looking back at my career, the most fun I had was in karting, but it was also one of the most challenging times in my career too. I often found myself craving expert guidance from someone who had been there before, that had done it and knew the right path forward, but it just wasn't available. And that's why I created Blaze Coaching. It's a platform designed to ensure every driver has the chance to learn from the best, from those who have faced the challenges and know what it takes to become a champion in our sport. Just imagine being coached by 2023 Indy 500 winner Joseph Newgarden, or Indy 500 front wheel qualifier Spencer Piggott, or how about Acura factory driver Ricky Taylor? They're all here as coaches on Blaze, ready to help you along your path. It's designed to meet you where you are. So no matter what your experience level is, where you race, what you race, or what your goals are, your Blaze coach is there to help. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Visit blaze.io backslash carding today. That's B-L-A-Y-Z-E dot I-O backslash carding. All right, we're back. Let's wrap up this edition of the Outlap, episode 57. Again, it is June the 6th, uh, the Tuesday before the Spring Nationals in Utah. Uh, Rob, David, and Nate here for you all on the show. Uh, let's go mini swift, guys. 28 entries in total. Kai Johnson dominating the action. Uh, comes in second place in points thanks to the uh, consistency throughout the entire uh, weekend for Tristan Murphy. Only 10 points separate the two of them. Ashton Wound third. Marco Romero and Travis Pettit round out the top five coming in. But looking at the entry, no Kai Johnson, which makes things interesting uh, for the drivers here in the Mini Swift category. Yeah, again, just, you know, Florida thing. I think he doesn't live in Florida. I think he lives in North Carolina, but still, you know, picking and choosing his races. And I think he's doing a lot more car races, is he not? No, no, Kai, that, uh, his brother is. Kai's not into car racing is. yet. Yeah, well, that's okay, he's not actually racing, but I'm sure he's doing some testing. <laughs> he's at the racetrack not, all the time. with us. He's at the racetrack a lot, yes. Yeah, so, and he's doing some international racing as well, too. So, yeah. not sure if that's going to be a factor because I think there's a WSK race coming up. I believe either this weekend or next. So that could be, he a could be there as well yeah. too. Yeah. He should have dropped the note um, on that one. Yeah. I didn't, I did not check that when I, when I wrote the, the, uh, the, uh, script, but the, bot- uh, the bottom line is there are, is a lot of, a lot of big guns still coming in. Tristan Murphy, yes. David comes in as the point leader and looked incredibly good at the winter nationals. You know, obviously Lucas Palacio as well, I think, uh, would widely be thought of as the best mini driver in the country, you know, at least in the conversation with the top three or four. Lucas, very impressive. Uh, so I think he's, a, I think he'll be the primary guy to watch coming out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Gives Murphy's at least got a, a, an advantage in the championship now, sixty nine over Ashton Woon. But yeah, I mean, Lucas Palacio has been the driver to beat in the mini category. Uh, Travis Pettit coming on strong though lately. Yeah. He got a podium finish at the Stars Championship, um, sitting fifth right now so again only 102 points so you know he's got lucas palacio to kind of measure himself up you know he's been running with uh now is sticking with the cart republic so um he could he could be a factor uh on the weekend but a lot there's a lot of drivers that can be um and that's the great thing about this mini category is it just some days it, it you'll, you'll see five or six drivers or it, it could be you know palacio with another domination again so it'd be interesting to see how this all plays out yeah, Nate, you've been a couple of scoots of races with me throughout the year. Who else do you have highlighted there? I got a bunch of highlighted, but I'll let you drop some names in too. Yeah, pretty much everyone David said, <laughs> kind of going back to 
what we said on the this week in carding that we filmed a couple of days ago it's just with these micro and mini categories with just some exciting racing a throughout the entire seasons that we've had so far between series of scusa stars uh and uspks it's always just been since the field is so close and there's so many of them it's just been a constant change of who's in the top 10 even more so than we see in the likes of k100 senior or k100 junior competition throughout 2023 thus far so it makes it really hard for us and presumably when it comes time for super national predictions we're be a bit difficult there but it's just such a close compact field that i don't really know who you can predict to be up front yeah, I, I expect to be talking about Rocco Simone and Royce Vega, uh, you know, a Troy Ferguson, a Michael McGoy. You know, these are drivers we always see kind of working their way to the front and, and are getting, you know, I've always picked up speed. Fion Chi, of course, with some uh, some international experience running at the, you know, what he's been doing with Rotax as well. Julian Sanchez. David, you mentioned, you know, this being kind of an East Coast, West Coast deal because you're going to maybe drag a couple other West Coast drivers like a Julian Sanchez, some of the guys. You know, Braden Wagner that you get, you and I get to see when we're at the challenge races as well. Yeah, this and K100 Junior, you're gonna, you're that's those are, yeah, the mini and and junior categories. That's where you see a lot of East Coast, West Coast. There's a lot more drivers. I mean, yeah. that, the, the fields are a little bit bigger, so you get the uh, the geographic diversity uh, in those categories. So yeah, this again. There's a lot of different drivers that could be factoring in. And I was doing some research. Yeah, Kai Johnson's doing some legends racing. So maybe that's where he's at. Ah, okay. Uh, rather than doing karting. So I did say he was race car doing this. <laughs> you car. did. You 100% did. Uh, one more I'll mention because I, I like the story uh, Jackson Porter uh, on the factory carts machine. That, you know, obviously, uh, Billy Musgrave doing a lot of work on factory carts and developing. We know he's got the shifter dialed in, working on that, you know, or dialing in the, the single speed carts. And I love seeing Jackson Porter on that mini card for the American made uh, factory card program. I think that's super exciting. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up with mini uh, 19 drivers in total. All Juan Garcia, uh, Garcia says Davila and Maxwell Macha getting the wins at the winter nationals. Macha had the lead over Gavin Decay, the local driver uh, from Orlando Kart center, which not surprising, not there. local driver stepped up to run the winter NAS because it was at his home track. Uh, Garcia says will be there as well. He's third in points, Liam Nakawadi and Josh Bergman. 19 drivers in total, David. And again, the guy coming in with the point lead will be Maxwell Macha. Yeah, Ma- Macha with the victory. So, and a better uh, overall weekend performance. So that gives him the advantage, which will now be 136 points over Garciars with Decay not being in uh, Utah or on the entry list. So that, uh, again, it's very similar to what we saw in, with KA100 Junior. This could be Macha's weekend to kind of solidify himself. Uh, as the championship driver, depending on how the results play out this weekend. But again, micro, you know, there's a lot of names that could pop up, you know, uh, Colton Schneigenberg, mm-hmm. uh, he's been doing really well in the Texas events. So we'll see uh, if he's able to better his, uh, his Orlando weekend. He suffered a disqualification. Not sure what happened there uh, on the, uh, in Orlando. So he's sitting 10th in the championship, but certainly could be a contender on the weekend. Uh, so he's kind of a one name that kind of sticks out uh, on the entry list. How about Pasha Ali making the move over to PK Sports with the Sodi card as well? Yeah, that's an interesting story in terms of uh, drivers making a change, the kind of the silly season midpoint of the year. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, he's been uh, parallel for the last couple of years and made the move over to PK Sports with right. Sodi Racing USA. Uh, so he'll be with Bergman. I know Bergman, you know, showed 
showed pace, showed speed, at least uh, in some of the Florida races, but wasn't able to produce some results. So maybe just needs that right teammate. And maybe Ali could be that driver to kind of help boost both of them towards uh, podium finishes on the year. And let's be real. Let's remember with the micro drivers, right, at their ages, as they go through the season, they get significantly better, more mature, more seat time, right? Because they're just micro age drivers. The winter series that they run in the sort of winter series could be the first time they've ever kind of run at this level of competition as well, too. So I always like watching some drivers. You can see them slowly start to get more comfortable, more aggressive and better at attacking a major race weekend like that as well. Yeah. And they, they love to follow people. So if they're following a fast person, which it was their teammate, it'll certainly help. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right, folks, uh, that wraps things up for the, the preview. Of course, I'll follow all of EKN, uh, uh, there are probably our, <clears throat> our social media platforms throughout the weekend. We'll be there trackside uh, to give you coverage. As I said, uh, Nate's going to be back home handling the coverage from home as well, following all along with Car Chaser. I'll be joining Xander Clements and the crew there. The spring nationals back at it. Weather looks to be pretty good. David, any final thoughts? I'm sure you'll be busy doing the work on the honeydew list this weekend. Is that the plan? No, it's a uh, dance recital weekend. You said so, you meant, uh, but it's, is it like all weekend is the dance recital? I've, I have no kids. I obviously don't know. How that yeah, plays you're out. not. You have no idea about this dance stuff, Rob. Oh, did, I, <laughs> did I dodge a bullet there or what? Yeah, yeah, you dodged. <laughs> Nate, take no, notes. It's, you're young. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's Saturday for sure. So it's Saturday all day. So uh, Sunday, I don't have to be there because she's doing some of the same dances she did on Saturday. Uh, and Aiden's, but Aiden's got basketball. So I'll be doing uh, dance on Saturday, basketball on Sunday. And then Friday will be, I'll be helping you guys. I'll be in the office all day. And if you need help, I'll be here. Well, folks, make sure to look at the CW for the new edition of Dance Dads. <laughs> <laughs> with the, you with know, that, hold on. That, that is not a show I want anybody watching. That is not a show <laughs> I want anybody watching. I will be doing a dance. Thankfully, I it will not be recorded. So that'll be Oh good. my. Oh no. 100% that will be recorded. I didn't no, know that. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let, <laughs> David, Nate, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Indeed, we'll be busy. Uh, I'll be rolling in there Thursday night, be at the track first thing Friday morning. Look for the Paddock Insider up on the website. Make sure to follow all of Ekin's social media. As you know, we uh, we uh, post aggressively on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll have a lot of great stuff for you on all the social media channels, our daily race reports as usual. The top 10 immediately to uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, after each of the qualifying pre-final and final sessions. Supercarts USA rolling through their 14th edition of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. Back to the Spring Nationals again in Utah. Looking forward to being there at Utah Motorsports Campus. Hopefully the rain will hold off on Sunday, but if it's not, it'll just make things a little more exciting. That wraps mm -hmm. things up for, yeah, right, David? That wraps mm -hmm. things up for episode 57 of the EKN Outlap. On behalf of Nate and David, my name's Rob Haddon. Bye.